0: I'm Destiny, and you're listening to the All on the Table podcast, a safe place where we invite you to lean into the tension of diversity by holding space for authentic, hard conversations about the world around us. There's nothing off the table when we're willing to put it all on the table. I'm here with April, Michaela, Vicky, and Tava, And we're going to be talking about a pesky little thing called blind spots. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about <laughs> y'all, but one of my first and probably the most crucial things and one of the only things I remember from driver's ed <laughs> is that there are blind spots I needed to be aware of if I was going to be a good driver. And so I think much like that car, there's these little areas in our lives and what we're going to refer to today as blind spots that are difficult, if not impossible, to see impossible to see, but they can cause major collisions mm. with those around us if we're not looking out for them, if we're not aware of them. And so um, before we go further, I want to share just a working definition of blind spot for okay, us. And so yeah. that we were all on the same page. The gap we don't see between who we think we are, who we want to be, and who it is we actually are. I think a better way of saying that last part, though, would be um, who it is that we show up as. Because oh, I think yeah. oftentimes. Yeah. When we show up to people, it might be a response to trauma or woundings. And so it's not who we actually are. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about these tools and self-awareness and emotional intelligence like we have on some of our previous episodes, I think the whole point is to get us back to our true selves. Yeah. And I so um, I like that better. You know, it's who we're showing yeah. up as. And yeah. so, uh, yeah. Miss Vicki, uh, you had a, sh- a story. I did. So yeah.
1: <laughs> this morning, so, you know, I'm up getting ready and everything. And, and I was in the bathroom. And I was like, okay. We're going to be talking about blind spots today, you know, and I want to be in there being 100% showing up, telling everybody about my blind spot. And I was sitting up, I was like, okay, so God, what are my blind spots? You know, and I was sitting there, I was like, oh, man, what are my blind spots? I don't know. Oh, my gosh, I know I got them. Where's my <laughs> blind spot? Yeah. Yeah. And I realized that my blind spot is not necessarily something that I'm aware of. hmm mm-hmm. And so how would I know how I'm showing up until a situation or a circumstance shows up and there, boom, I'm in it. And it's like, oh, no, that's my blind
2: spot. Oh, (laughs) such a great point. Because by nature and by virtue of the definition, if you're blind to it, there's no way to actually see it until there's those telltale signs from a reaction, like you said, in a given situation. (laughs) And So I was sharing with everybody this morning that, Mark, mark this, this was last night. I was hurrying home <laughs> to get dinner ready for my little family and um, was at Walmart and was grabbing uh, some guilty pleasure ice cream. It's a keto that I can eat myself. And so, um, you know, you you look real quick, which is the quickest line. And so I went into the self-serve and there was just one woman in, in front of me. So I was super excited about that. Turned out she was waiting for a cash only uh, uh, cat, uh, Register. Register. There we go, to open up. And so um, I thought, okay, well, I'm next, and I'm getting ready with my ice cream to move quickly into that little spot. And I noticed from my right-hand side that this gentleman is stepping up into what I would consider – my place (laughs) you know it's like if you're driving and you go wait a minute don't doesn't this car see I'm here ready to make a right hand turn or whatever but anyway so I'm ready to step up but I'm kind of watching this guy a little bit from my right hand side and so the gal at the registers that was directing customers to the next available register says next in line I knew that was me so I went to step forward but the gentleman that was standing next to me brushed my shoulder so I kind of Looked back t- toward him and I said oh thank you so much I- I- I'm sorry you know just to let him know that <laughs> I was planning to take that next step and on into the next register and as I turned I tilted my head I saw that oh I'm about to cry <laughs> his left eye which was on my side was very obviously blind mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. blind and so I had felt myself escalating to have to insert myself even stronger if he was going to insist on pushing past me. But then obviously I saw he had a literal <laughs> blind left eye yeah. and wow. I couldn't even help but think, oh my goodness, we're going to talk about blind spots today. <laughs> yeah. And perfect. how I responded that I didn't realize I was as strong, uh, strongly motivated about, okay, I don't mind mating in line, but I need to be next when it's my turn. Um, I had felt myself ready to go to that next level of confronting this gentleman and instead of thinking or realizing um, that he's not being rude, he's actually blind, he then further went, oh, ma'am, I'm so sorry, because he heard my voice, and then that proved
3: that he was not
2: (laughs) a, you know, a mean-spirited person that didn't care about who was in line in front of him, so I thought how perfect for today's Mm -hmm. conversation to realize that so often, you know, as we're moving through life, and there's people that step into our lane, and, and, you know, we have a certain perception, they might very well well have their own Mm -hmm. blind spots and uh, whether it's literal or just something that you know uh, there there's a there's something that is uh, upsetting to them that is captivating all their attention or they're just hyper-focused and and they're kind of colliding into our world. So I just want to share that today because man, it it was so perfect for our conversation today.
0: It really is. And one of the things that, you know, as we're listening, you know, you hear it, like you said, you know, I'm assuming that he's doing this like, you know, intentionally or whatever. Uh. But the thing is, is that, you know, something I want to establish up front is that that's Natural, it's like natural. we are actually wired that way, yeah. And April, I want to nerd out with you for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I love on it. that. Yeah. If y'all don't know, April, um, at one point she has an awesome little testi- awesome testimony with this and maybe she'll share one day. But she was going to medical school and, and all of that, so planning I'm gonna nerd on o- on. yeah, planning <laughs> on it. So I'm gonna nerd out with her for a second and just talk about the fact of how our brains are actually wired this way, mm-hmm. and so it's actually natural to mm. assume. The negative to go off past experiences where yeah. maybe we have been overlooked by someone or even gender wise, you know, like yeah. feeling like as a woman, yeah. I need to like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be firm in like g- yeah. I was next or whatever. I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but maybe <laughs> <laughs> but y'all can tell me, <laughs> but our brains are actually wired like that. So yeah. um, can you talk a little bit about that, April?
4: Yeah, I um, actually learned this from you as well, but you are also telling us that um, we our brains are wired to make quick connections mm-hmm. because we don't have time to like, sometimes you don't, like if you're in a scary situation, you don't have time it's to true, think, yeah. is this person nice that's coming towards me aggressively? I don't know, gotta run, you know, <laughs> based on my past experiences or what I've seen, but also like... We our bodies remember trauma for a reason, and so sometimes you are feeling like the mm. same fa- the same way you felt when that trauma happened. Um, but I think what you have to do, like we said in our last ep- episode, pause your pause and ask the right questions. Yeah. Okay, so I have the same feeling that I had last time. Is this the same situation? And then sometimes it might be like mm-hmm. there are sometimes where it's like. I have this feeling whether I'm at a gas station and somebody's, like, coming towards me where it's, like, yes, this is the same situation. Like, have your defenses up. But then sometimes it just simply looks that way, mm-hmm. you know. And, and for example, I was at a gas station and this older guy was, like, talking to everyone. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. But he came up to me and he was, like, I just want to tell the ladies that they look beautiful today. And I was, like, oh. Okay, so I can You like, proceed. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Tell me all that. Yes. No. Yeah, he was just a sweet older guy and just mm. being nice. But I mean, I had to pause, you yeah. know, and not, I could have immediately been like, stay away from me. Yeah. Get away, you know. So that's my two cents. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: I mean, I think something also like just research actually shows us that 80 to 90% of what we do every day is imp- influenced by our conscious, our unconscious thoughts. So that cognitive, the way that we're wired is to have these cognitive shortcuts and assumptions to help us process information. Because we're bombarded by 11 million pieces of information every million. single second. Wow. But crazy. get this, our brain can only
1: process 40 of those. And I think that's one of the reasons why we do the shortcuts. Exactly. Because usually an experience mm-hmm. is a whole played out thing. It's a mm-hmm. whole scenario. So what yep. you do in that scenario is you edit it. And so it's like, okay, let me pull out and extract those pieces that are going to be the most useful. Those are the things that I think that we use as our tools. Mm -hmm. And that way, so it's like, okay, this is the thing that I'm going to connect with that. And so when it happens and I connect the two, then I can do that and make that snap judgment with the tools that I have from this script that I took it from, from the edited script that I Mm -hmm. took it from. Because I love what you say, because always remembering, and I think that's something that's going to be a constant theme when we're talking about dealing with this stuff is our emotions being indicated that there's something there. So, yeah. Yeah. okay, it's showing us something there, Yeah, a script. Yeah. That was really good, Destiny. I love that. Peace.
0: Exactly, and to your point as well. Sometimes we do need it for our safety. That's why yeah. God wired mm-hmm. our brains that, that way. That. Yes. Um, but then there's those moments in situations in our life where we can take the pause, like not dangerous yeah. situations. You know, yeah. we can take that pause <laughs> and ask the questions. Uh, something that literally happened to me this past Monday. Today's a Wednesday, so this past what, two days ago. Um, we are, you know, how many of you know a lot of our blind spots can be in work and stuff and in personal yeah, relationships, yeah. but I had a situation where I um, thought I had expressed an opinion very clearly, we were agreed upon it, and then I get this email that's like the complete opposite of what mm. was I felt agreed upon and, and being heard and all that. Immediately, my reaction was to be like, ah, how... How could they? Like, I can't believe this is dishonoring and, like, this is exactly what we always do. Like, my mind starts going there. And thank God for my husband. And also, I had this thought, too, but mostly, you know, encouraged by him was, like, hey, could you be assuming in this situation? And I was, like, well, no, at first. <laughs> I was, like, that's the facts, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and then I was, like, okay, hold on. Let me see. Okay, you might be right, but I'll just wait to make my di- – like, I'll just – let's just see how it plays out tomorrow, you know? And what I was doing in the moment was taking the very real and valid past experience mm. there was truth to what I was feeling from my past right, right. but in this present situation it was actually mm. not applicable or applicable applicable yeah. I can't say that word applicable <laughs> All right that one, <laughs> that one. Uh, that's a list of things I can't say or spell probably But, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, like in that situation, the next day we get in a meeting, I bring it up again and say, hey, I feel really strongly about like this thing and that it's not the right way to go or whatever. And they were like, that's not what I said in the email. And (laughs) I actually had to be like, yes, it is. And they were like, no, it's not. And I showed them the email. And sure enough, it was just that they had put the wrong dates or someone had put the wrong dates for them. And so, again, it was not even the same situation, like, at all. But our past experiences sometimes can be very helpful, but they can also be very detrimental when we bring them into our present, I think.
3: Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it's so interesting because – you know, I had something else that I was gonna talk about for blind spots, but then this morning had a, a conversation <laughs> with my <laughs> husband. She that that that's an even yeah. better yeah. That was even better um story because I think uh, it's real time. You know, so. But
0: I also love that because that just goes to show you, like, if you're listening and thinking, like, oh, like they've worked their blind spots <laughs> no. out or something. No, no. every no. day is another opportunity to yeah. recognize yes, a so blind spot, yeah. and sometimes the same blind spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. and so like I love the. Um, um, prefacing this with mm-hmm. I love what you said Vicki about how we edit things for mm-hmm. efficiency sake yeah. and so mm-hmm. um, and sometimes that's extremely beneficial but it can get really hectic especially when you're trying to edit down and down and down when you're making dinner and you mm-hmm. have the kids and or you're like late for work so like this exchange yeah. happened he was taking my son to go to a dentist appointment I was leaving within 30 minutes I had to jump in the shower so like you, you already get the picture. Like, we were yeah, rushed. So we rushed, were trying yeah. to finish this conversation really quickly, you know? And so then, of course, then, you know, then it was not efficient. The way that I was editing down what he was saying, I was just taking the worst possible, you know, and adding some, you know, to what he was yeah, saying, you up. know? Just like, you know what? Yeah. You, since you said it this way, maybe I'll add a little bit more on top and make this even worse, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, and I walked outside, and I was like, you know, I, and he, he had to leave and I had to take something to the trash. So I like walked outside and like no sooner that I went outside, I was like, this is not the way I'm going to like go the rest of the day, you know? So I called Mm -hmm. him like pretty much immediately and talked it through with them. And sometimes like, I guess my point of that is like sometimes blind spots, you can't edit it down. Like Mm -hmm. you have to seek to understand, you have to figure it out. And so like, and it wasn't like the first time that I said, "Here's what I think." and he said, "Here's what I you know I was experiencing that moment. It took like three or four tries, and we're really good at communicating, honestly, like I feel like we yeah. have a pretty yeah, like what it. we make it a consistent priority. and so what you whatever you do consistently, yeah. you do have like a working relationship with mm-hmm. it. So it's yeah. not like that was our first time. like we we have a running like pop, good running engine, I guess, if that's what I would yeah. say. And we're constantly tweaking it and stuff. And so, b- but even with that, like it took a couple of tries of us figuring mm. it out and like, you know, thank God we talked about it, you know, that's cause those are some big, you know, like, Oh man. And of course I'm sitting there going, man, that that's a blind spot. Like it was my own perception. And I feel like so pointing it out too, is I think that insecurity sometimes can be the mm. biggest part mm-hmm. of those blind spots because yeah. it's things that we yeah. feel we we're not sure, like we want to believe uh, about the other person that's true, or we want them to. We want to know if they believe this about us, you know. And so then we can. Those things are like tainted in that, like almost like a uh, a filter that we see things with. And so, um, yeah, that's my experience I with blind that. spots <laughs> this morning.
0: <laughs> You know, I think you're hitting on something there, too, about how um, the insecurities mm-hmm. and yesterday you actually mentioned the word shame like around mm-hmm. that. Can you speak a little bit about that?
3: Yeah, I feel like shame is a huge part and because I think it causes us to hide and it causes us to not want to admit that we have those blind spots because it's just wow, scary, that's good. you mm-hmm, know, that's good. and so and I, I think that when you're hiding you're not able to you know you you can live in fear like if you think about driving in a car if you're just sitting there like oh gosh I hope I don't wreck into somebody I hope I don't wreck Mm -hmm. into somebody but you don't have the tools to know oh all I have to do is like check and yes like I may mess up one time but like I'm gonna be able to course correct then Mm -hmm. then there isn't that fear Mm -hmm. and you know there so
1: Yeah. yeah I wanted to add too because i think a lot of times that shame also will cause a person to defend Mm -hmm. because when Mm. you think about a person that's driving um and they're they cut somebody off say for example it's you and you cut somebody off mm-hmm. and they hit the horn and they're hitting the horn not to, to go in on you but to warn you that they're there yeah. then that shame hits it's like oh my gosh i almost hit a person mm-hmm. and then that defense comes out well they blew their horn at me and blah, 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 you yeah. know and going on and on when in fact you know just kind of taking a moment and say oh my gosh i almost ran into them because mm-hmm. that yeah. shame can cause you to take the wrong yeah. uh uh-huh, take yeah. the wrong um thought about that too
4: yeah. i love that you said that because i actually wrote that down because i wanted to bring it up like it's up to us a- to blow our horn like i think i've been That's thankful good. that people it's blew really their good. horn at me because mm-hmm. i don't want to get in an accident and then it's yeah. my fault then my insurance goes up <laughs> so <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. i actually <laughs> am like oh, thank, thank, you thank you for God. Blowing thank, your horn you know, mm-hmm. and then sometimes i like I just thought of this sometimes like my sister's like you don't blow your horn enough and (laughs) I sometimes I'm scared to blow my horn even if I'm in the right like I was literally Mm -hmm. um turning into the the street that's like you know my neighborhood and I had the right-of-way and this guy who should be waiting for me you know to turn he decides to turn too and literally almost runs me over just to get in front of me he was in like this big truck and I was just like you almost hit me and I stopped. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why I I told that story, but just... (laughs) You're saying like you should have used your horn. Yes, (laughs) yes, there we go. Thank you for reading that. I should have used my horn, but instead I was just like, and, and so I think it's like, Number one, there's no shame in using Mm -hmm. your horn or like telling people like, hey, you're literally about to run into me. There's a loving way to do that. And number two, like we should be thankful when people tell us uh, like we're in our blind spot. Yeah, that is so good. I wrote down
1: here, what is the horn representing? And I think the horn is representing being able to talk or speak up and say, hey, I'm here. Mm -hmm. And for the person to acknowledge it instead of defending it's like yeah you almost ran on into me don't defend but you know for us to be aware of what that blind spot
3: is you know it
0: reminds me of I don't know if any of you've ever taken love and respect um but it's like a marriage curriculum book video series uh highly recommend some of it (laughs) but but, um that's my personal thing but um there's this one part where he talks about uh like you're stepping on my air hose and -hmm. when you were talking about like what's the horn represent to me it it's kind of that part of, like, hey, you're stepping on my air hose. Hey, you're you're, you're mm-hmm. pressing into my wound here. You know, and not that you're responsible for my wound, but if we're in covenant community mm-hmm. together, yes. I want to know if I'm pressing on your yeah. wound or stepping on your air hose and vice versa, like you mm-hmm. said. Like, I want to know that that I'm doing that to you and vice yeah. versa. Like, I know that because we want to love each other well, like, you're doing it to me. Michaela, I think you had something to...
3: Yeah, I love... Um, I love that because I feel like I was just thinking about our conversation this morning, and even the fact of like when you realize that you have those blind spots and that then there are insecurities, then it's not when, when someone is doing something that is stepping on your air hose a lot of times it's not even about like them actually doing this stepping on, like it's mm-hmm. our, even our own perception. So like something that he said mm-hmm. then made me feel so, uh, or gave me the opportunity to feel a certain way. So it wasn't that he did that to me, yeah. but it was mm-hmm. that my own perception brought that up, that, that, that feeling and then me expressing that to him and then him expressing empathy mm-hmm. that was like coming that full circle. And so I, mm-hmm. I would love for our community and just people to 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 take away that stigma of feeling like if something's being brought up, uh, if someone is honking the horn, that that Mm -hmm. means something's wrong. Like Mm -hmm. I had I had someone share with me the other day or it's done out of a bad heart or something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I had someone share with me the other day that it was hard for her to bring something up to two to two people because when she brought it up to this certain group of people that they viewed it as uh, like that she... It wasn't like that she was trying to fix it. It was just that she wanted to fight about it or that she just was mad. And she she wanted, like, reconciliation. And so I, you know thinking about that I think that is a very mm-hmm. normal thing like a, a, in our culture is like if you're bringing something up it's because you're like you're all you want to do is just tell mm-hmm. me what's wrong yeah. with me yeah. it's you know a defensive and posture, yeah and even really. in marriage like you have yeah. to get that like okay are yeah. we on each other's team because if we're on each other's yes. team then if I bring up like mm-hmm. hey this this you got in my lane right now you almost right. ran me over I'm not saying like and I want to drive away from you and I'm you. not gonna yeah. be near you exactly. again you know mm-hmm. it's hey I want to do this together with you you know.
0: I love, um, you know, it reminds me too. I love the car analogy. I know we keep going back Mm -hmm. to it, but I think it's such a great picture because in the same way, I think why it can be so defensive or that reaction to be like, oh, like you just want to point out what's wrong with me or whatever like that is that it's oftentimes so personally tied to us. Like, you know, we think you're attacking us and it's not. Yeah. And we've got to disassociate from that. In the same way that you wouldn't look at a car and say, Oh, that's a bad car because it has a blind spot. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah, look at each other exactly. and say, hey, you're a bad person. It doesn't make me bad to have a blind spot. Right. Like it's mm-hmm. actually. So it do. would be weird it's if appealing. I did it. Yeah, right. <laughs> like you, right. yeah, right. you know. Right. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I mean, that's one of the main things that I wanted to talk about today is just getting rid of that rid of that stigma if someone were to say like, hey, there's a blind spot here that it's not a personal attack. Um, stopping and pausing, but then also to us having the bravery and the courage to be in covenant community with one another and be able to, I know we mentioned this last time, but I just think it's so vitally important of bringing up when it's happening to us, when we're the ones in the blind spot too. Right. Because the whole goal, again, is is for the connection and that whole covenant right. community yeah. piece. Yeah. Teva, yesterday you shared a story, because right now you're in physical therapy for I an know. injury on your arm, yes. but you shared a story with your physical
2: therapist
0: and about how they were coming alongside you to course correct that. Can you share that?
2: Absolutely. And um, you guys are probably like me. When you have these um, incidents that happen in your life that that uh, end up being a season in your life, there's so much that you can learn from it. So, yes, this was something that was... Really helpful for me in terms of looking at the importance of community when we're in healing processes because aren't we all? You mm-hmm. know, yeah. Yeah. our Absolutely. souls yeah. have, have had all kinds of injuries as we've grown up. We've, we refer to that as trauma. Yeah. But so I, I uh, experienced trauma on the side of a, um, a, a snow. Capped mountain, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, resulted in a break in my arm, and so, of course, you know, you you go through uh, what you're told to to heal, but one of the most, one of the most lengthy things that you, that I've learned to be more and more patient with and not, you know, assigning personal value to, oh, I'm not very strong because I haven't reached this perceived point that I should be at this time in my Mm -hmm. recovery. But um, anyway, the, one of the bigger learning pieces that I've experienced and so appreciated is going to get physical therapy. And, you know, what helps me in that, in that setting is that I have my own perception of uh, how I am exercising and regaining my full mobility of that broken shoulder and so when I'm giving given exercises to do to increase that and regain that mobility in other words to heal um, literally unless I'm in placed in front of a mirror and unless I've got that therapist giving me feedback I can feel like, oh, I'm doing this great. But when I look in the mirror, I can see that I'm compensating. Uh, the injured shoulder will tend to be raised, and I'm not even aware of it, mm-hmm. and it's not really helping me heal if I compensate. So yeah. I think that was such a great um, example of what we what we need with each other. You know, mm-hmm. somebody to kind of honk at us and let us know, <laughs> oh, you're you know you're about to cause injury to someone else, and I know that you don't mean to do that, but we have our own perspective of like, hey, I'm just getting through life, and and I think I'm driving pretty well, but if you're starting to you know. Mm-hmm. Move over into someone else's lane. It is so helpful to have community mm-hmm. that loves you, yes. that's not been trying to be critical, yeah. that says, "Oh, I, you know, I don't think you noticed this, but you're you're actually responding to something in a way that I don't know that you have all the clarity, and you know, I, I think you may be experiencing some pain right now, and I you know want kind of help you resolve that and give you some perspective that you might not have." Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Michaela. I yeah, I like love the picture or the the word imagery of a mirror mm-hmm. because even in the word of God we're we're looking in the mirror. That's good. And mm-hmm. we need to consistently look into the mirror in order to be perfected like Christ. Yeah. But I think the mirror that God has given us is our covenant community. And and even not our community, even people we don't know, like that gentleman in the store. Um, But the community around us reveals those things and there's not shame in it, like back to what we were saying. And so I remember, you know, about six years ago when some of those things in, you know, my closest covenant (laughs) connection with my husband when I started to realize certain things about myself I that's what I thought they were they were me I thought that it was mm-hmm. my who I was and that that something was wrong with me like I'm flawed. essentially flawed you know mm-hmm. and so that mirror I wanted to hide from that and to and it was it was offensive you know um, but then the more I realized that looking in that mirror that it was not, uh, changing who I was. It wasn't, you know, chopping off some part of who I was, but it was actually perfecting. Like my mm. mom always would say, it's like getting the eye, you know, the eyelash off of the beautiful, perfect face, you know, that, <laughs> and she's like, it's not that I'm trying to, to hurt you when I'm sharing this with you. I'm just trying to get the eyelash off of your, of your oh, face. That's, and, that's a really good and picture. I, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I just always remembered that it's like the mirror is not so somebody can say, look at how ugly you are, mm-hmm. you know, in your personality yeah. or this, it's to say, Hey, look, you had that eyelash. You're like, you know you never want to have lipstick on your teeth you know (laughs) you know that's that that's what it is
1: yeah Yeah. I like that it it reminds me of what you said at the very top um our blind spots being who we think we are or Mm -hmm. who we want to be and then who it is that we show up as Mm -hmm. because being that authentic you knowing that we're all flawed you know using that car analogy once again but you know i got a car and i had it for like three months and somebody ran into it and it had a dent on it and i was like oh my perfect little car is now <laughs> but i kept driving that thing mm-hmm. i kept driving it had its little flaws i didn't discount it mm-hmm. um i didn't get a get rid of it it wasn't what i had bought but it it was still doing what it is that i needed it to do and i think that when people feel like if I showed that vulnerability yeah. in that blind spot, then what are people going to think of me? Mm-hmm. Are they going to discount me? Are they going to think yeah. that I'm my worth has gone down? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. it's just welcome to the club. Yeah. We're all there with you.
0: <laughs> I um, I love what we've been pointing out today. And um, one thing before we kind of start wrapping up and, and leave you guys with some tools. Um, I want to, because I think we've hit on a lot of different aspects, especially when we're causing pain and like all that stuff or even checking motives or, you know, assumptions. Um, but I want to share a story, one of my blind spots that because I think sometimes we can have a blind spot that it's actually not something like super ugly. But again, it's just what's being communicated that you don't know is being communicated. Mm-hmm. And so I want to be like heard for what I'm actually saying and not for what it's coming across to so sometimes, good. you know. Yeah. And so with one of mine, um, I'm a one on the Instagram. I'm totally one of the Instagram like you know, enthusiasts, but, um, I'm a one. And so partially like one of the things about a one is that like, they're very efficient. They like see point A to point B and in them showing, like loving people well to them, it's like the best way I can love you is to know like what your goal is and help you find the most efficient way to it. Mm. Or, um, or to share with you what I think is like a really great idea. Now the problem is, is sometimes that can come across as uh, well, it's your way or the wrong, it's the wrong way. Or um, I don't know how to do it, or whatever. And so for a while, I would. That's how I love the people. Well, I think I'm loving people well in my life. You know, uh, my husband. We went to a global leadership conference one year, and this girl shared a story. And it's basically she was talking about how her husband was trying to open up a toy, like in the package of scissors, like with his teeth. You know that real strong plastic that you oh can't yeah, like cut yes, through. And man, she's just like, Why you? wouldn't you get the scissors and cut it? And he was like, let me open the package with my teeth. And so her whole point was like, both of us got the package open. Your way <laughs> took like two hours and a lost half a finger later, <laughs> you know, whatever. But like, you know, but we both, it was the same thing. And so Thomas, when I'm starting to step on that air hose for him, a lot of times he'll say, let me open it with my teeth. And we just start laughing, you know. Wow. But I just <laughs> like, that's okay. such a like, I, I think thing, because again, we think that we're showing up in a way, like that mm. disconnection between who we think we are and how we're showing up. Yeah, I think I'm I loving you well, but what I'm actually communicating as might be like what you're hearing from that is that I don't think you can do it or
3: I only think my way is the right way
1: yeah, yeah. you yeah. just yeah. exposed my blinds
3: <laughs> I was like I really resonate with that as a, a for or a former I can't think right now of my words I'm a one yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: um but yeah them I mean and I want to um sorry not to I want to share one more thing um, Michaela is actually a trainer so if you need to be physically trained, Yay. I highly recommend her
2: thin- we, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> We had a training um, session recently, and um, due to, like, some C-sections and just different trauma to my um, abs, I guess that would be, yeah. Um, Yeah, my core. I was not able to do, like, a burpee. Well, I was doing the burpee, but I was feeling it all in my legs, which is not where you should feel it, apparently. Yeah. And so, Michaela made, like, an adjustment. She's like, well, let's do this movement instead. And so, we actually switched the entire movement And we started, you can say it better than I is,
3: what did did we start doing? Yeah, we started doing kettlebell swings. Okay, kettlebell swings,
0: and I completely felt it in my core. And I was just thinking about this because I think um, in the same way that we made that slight adjustment, you know, to where I could actually exercise the muscle that I was intending to exercise. um, To me, it's like this when we become aware of our blind spots. Because, you know, earlier we talked about how 80 to 90% of our decision-making is our unconscious thoughts, and our assumptions and our past experiences. So that's a that's a really big gap. And like research shows that we our our secondary is our cognitive thinking. Like where, where we actually are, like aware of what we're yeah. saying and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And if you think about that, that's really scary. That I could I most of the time in going through life on autopilot when it mm-hmm. comes to my decisions yeah. or my assumptions mm-hmm. of what I'm how I'm assessing a situation. You know. Um, but again, it doesn't have to be scary. <laughs> but, thank God. But yeah, but it, like to me, I'm like, that's like driving around never using your mirrors that can help you see from different sides and angles. Wow. Yeah. Like, you know, driving around not aware of the blind spots. And so being led by our unco- unconscious thoughts to that degree is like driving awa- around mm. unaware.
4: Mm.
0: And the fact that you have a blind spot. And so I, I think in all these little adjustments that we're doing, whether it's we're listening to feedback from our, from our covenant community or we're like just kind of assessing the fruit in our lives and going, why is it that every time... I lead a staff meeting or something. I I see people's bodies tense up or like the Mm -hmm. atmosphere changes tensely. Like, you know, like I think those kinds of indicators can reveal blind spots Mm -hmm. to us. Or why do people, does it seem like I'm maybe make people feel like they're inadequate or, Mm -hmm. or I've heard that I've heard someone say that statement or why do I feel this way? And is my blind spot. But as we're getting aware of those things, we shift from our unconscious minds to our conscious minds. And so, Going back to that analogy, now I'm actually exercising the muscle that I want to exercise. I want to be conscious of how I feel. I want to be conscious of how I make others feel. And so so I think that, with again, with all these tools and slight slight adjustments, like you're never not going to have blind spots. And I mean, I don't know about y'all, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's been people who are maybe have been more self aware for longer than I. Am attempting to be, <laughs> but I feel like I've never gotten completely rid of a blind spot. Like in the same way of a car, like don't. the mirrors don't take away the blind spots, no. No. That's That's true. but they help and they make those slight adjustments so that you can work that correct mm. muscle, you mm. know? Yeah. So good. But thank you guys for joining us today for laying it all out on the table. We're gonna um, have some discussion questions that we're hoping that some questions we've asked ourselves. Questions that um, just get you thinking and really asking the right type of questions when we find ourselves in these situations where our air hose is stepped on or we even see, you know, the atmosphere shift and we might and we're aware that, oh, now maybe I just stepped on someone else's air hose. And so we're going to have some of those linked to the show notes. um, But we just want to encourage you to not be afraid to lean into those things, lean into your covenant community and just become aware of where those areas might be for you because we all have them. And we're all working and we're all becoming together.